Welcome to Bible Gum, the show that brings you Bible insights, lessons, and humor three times per week, or as I like to say, thrice weekly if you're looking in the King James. I'm your host, Taj. As usual, on Wednesdays, I present a word that helps you study the Bible. So let's dive right into it. Today's word for Wednesday is Trinity. While I sing the theme song, I'll give you a moment to look for the word in your Bible. I want my Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum. So have you found it yet? Okay, I'll give you a little bit more time. Keep looking. All right, I'm just messing with you. Funny enough, the word is actually not in the Bible. In fact, it is a word that we use to describe a teaching or a particular doctrine or dogma which is found in the Bible. However, the word itself, Trinity, appears on no pages and in no verses. So what does it mean? I'm sure you've heard the term Holy Trinity at some point. There are many places and churches and buildings named after, especially in Roman Catholicism. In fact, since the word is so prominent in Catholicism, some people absolutely reject the use of the word altogether. Today, we'll take a look at what the word means and see if the Bible actually supports its definition. According to Webster's Dictionary, the Trinity is the unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as three persons in one Godhead. The word Trinity was used to represent the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, consisting as one God. As far back as the 11th century, the Holy Trinity was used, the threefold or triple nature, or plurality of God, not meaning that they're other gods, but meaning that he comes in other forms. Now, all this dictionary and etymology stuff can be a little complicated or boring, but let's see simply how the Bible defines it. And the best place to look at this is 1 John 5, verse 7. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Now, depending on which Bible you're reading, 1 John 5, verse 7 might not be in the text, or there's a footnote explaining why it was not included. This verse is by far the best explanation as to how to define the Trinity, However, if you look at other verses such as John 1 verse 14, John 10 verse 30 through 36, and Colossians 1 verse 15 through 17, you can find this teaching. It is not as beautifully and clearly and concisely defined as verse 7 in 1 John 5. After all, that verse reads like a dictionary definition. For other references of the Trinity, you'll have to actually read the passage and see the context of it. For example, throughout the Gospels, when Jesus himself implies that he and the Father are one. And in many instances, the Jews picked up stones to stone him for blasphemy. After all, he was claiming to be equal to God. So to truly understand the word Trinity and why it is used, one must actually study the Bible. It is not teaching or supporting the idea of three gods. It is simply saying that God manifests himself in three distinct forms, I like to think of this, water can come in liquid form, it could come in solid form as ice, or it can come in vapor form as steam. Although these three forms are very different, at the end of the day, water is water. H2O, two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. And although no one can truly understand and comprehend the complexities of God and what it must mean to be a three-fold being that manifests himself in different forms, we can simply take the Bible for its word, and that's exactly what it says he does. Another more simple example is a man who also has the responsibility of being the leader of the country, a father, and a husband. 
The citizens of his country will view him and he will manifest himself in different ways than he will to his family. As leader, he is referred to as prime minister or president or whatever term is used in his country. As father, he may be called dad, daddy, and many other words, pops. And of course, as a husband, he is called honey or whatever he might be called, simply introduced as his wife's husband or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, the same man manifests himself differently and takes on different roles at different times. He is the same man at heart. However, when he is presented to the country, he will manifest himself in a much different way than when he is presented to his crying child. I hope these two examples help you to understand the Trinity, and it's not oversimplifying things, but it's just a visual way I like to look at things. The word Trinity is not in the Bible. However, the teaching of the Trinity absolutely is. Oftentimes, people will criticize Christians that believe in the Trinity as having three gods, but that is not the case. What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. I look forward to your feedback. You can find additional information at BibleGum.org or on Twitter and Instagram at BibleGumPodcast. And remember, share your BibleGum with a friend. You can listen and share for free on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast app. Thanks for listening. Until next time, later.